1: Okay, this is Books of the Year. We've already had a good old chat with Lee Child about his brand new book, which is called Blue Moon, as in the Marcells hit from 1961, but originally from 1934. We didn't talk about that on the thing, but it's a great... So what was from 1934? Blue Moon. Blue Moon was written in 1934. Oh, right. And obviously now has Manchester City following. Did that worry you at all? It totally <laughs> worried
0: me. I thought, that goes half of my Manchester <laughs>
1: sale. It's also apparently Crew Alexander like it as as their song. Did you know that? I don't think you need to worry too much about loss of. I don't. I mean, crew, yeah, probably not. No, I didn't know that at all. Yeah. They don't play in blue, though well i mean whatever you know it's on wikipedia mate so oh, right what can I okay say? okay fine so uh if you uh, where you got this podcast you'll be aware that we've had a, a chat with lee about blue moon but this is the q a where we put the same almost the same questions to him as last year but not quite with subtle changes so we'll see what but lee won't remember what he said last nah, time and, nah, and I, I don't remember doing this last time. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> too much coffee so yeah. but this might be different what was the last book you really really enjoyed
0: Really, really, that is – and, you know, that's obviously very personal. So what I'm going to say for that is a book I just finished. It just came out. My friend Joseph Cannon, K-A-N-O-N, who is – he – see, for me to really, really enjoy a book, it's got to be something I couldn't do myself because if it's a book too close to what I do – I can certainly enjoy it, but it's like watching a DVD with the commentary track switched on. Okay. So that I'm reading it and I'm, I'm absolutely enjoying it, but in the, in my head I'm saying, "Okay, I see what you're doing, but you know this that means that in two pages you're going to have to do that mm-hmm. and then this, and so I need to get away from what I do myself." And Joseph Cannon does that for me because they're definitely thrillers but much quieter than mine very few people die and um, there's very little gunplay but it's all tense and intimate and moral dilemma type of thrillers rather than action thrillers and he just did a book called The Accomplice which is about it's set in 1962 he always sets the books kind of post-war or with with the war echoing through the story and this is a, a, a Nazi fugitive is discovered hiding out in Argentina. So, first of all, do they capture him? And secondly, if they do, what do they do with him? And um, the thing that Cannon does really, really well, that we we could all learn from probably, is simply through dialogue alone, the rhythm and the style of the dialogue describes the character. It's quite amazing. describes the type, the age, the class even the appearance, in a way, of the character. And um, I find that an amazing trick. So that, I would say, that's the last book that I really, really enjoyed. And I think it's, it's not been out long, so everybody
1: should get it while it's hot. Uh, how would you describe your book collection? Well,
0: shamefully, I've got, uh, I got a number of different houses because when you're a writer, you don't have to live like next to your job or anything. So you, you can work anyway. So we like to move around between different places. So I've, I've got three separate libraries, and um, they are just stuffed with books. In New York, I've got probably Four or five thousand books on the shelves, oh. and uh, I don't—they're not alphabetized. Um, it's the sort of thing I might do alphabetizing, but the problem is alphabetizing. You know, I buy your book. I've got to move. I've got to make a space in the M A section. And I don't want
1: to <laughs> cause an inconven-
0: move <laughs> any in inconvenience. every other book <laughs> to the le- to the right. You know, you can't do that. So they're random. I try and separate fiction and nonfiction uh a little bit but um i just put them on the shelves and i i love the physicality of books as mementos as well because if you do get a book that you really really enjoy then as you walk past the shelf you see it and you think oh yeah i remember that mm. I, was, I was on vacation here or whatever or it, trump just, was president i wanted to kill <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that that kind of him uh,
1: describe your music collection
0: well, I'm a again. I'm a physical media person, and I so my music collection is all CD. And although with, I don't have. I need to have the collection everywhere. So what I do is the CDs in one house, and then I have one of those. Uh, I don't even know what they're called, but you put them in and it kind of rips the CD onto a hard drive and so then you can listen to them. Uh, so I do that in one house and then I physically take the machine to the other house and so I've, then I've got the music available everywhere. But, yeah, the CD's on, on shelves and um, the music players are the best thing for me. I would love all that stuff. Uh, you know, really nice CD player... Uh, Big amplifiers with tubes and these. You're not a
1: turntable and vinyl man. No, I sort of I,
0: I i quit vinyl in the 80s because I didn't. You know, nostalgia for vinyl was obviously not a thing when vinyl was the only medium, and so I just did a did a dispassionate comparison of of the two. I I went to this high end music store that existed at the time in Manchester with a. The CD that I'd bought and a vinyl copy of the same thing, and we played them side by side. And I felt that in some ways, yeah, the vinyl was was nice and, and, and superior, possibly in a way, but its disadvantages outweighed it. Um, the speed stability, you could it, compared to listening A to B with the CD, you could hear the wow, you could hear the flutter. So I'm all CD.
1: The best thing about CDs when they first came out was the shuffle button. I went, as soon as I saw that, I thought, oh, yes, love that. Because then you don't know what's coming next. It's brilliant. We're um, easily pleased. Yes, I am, very. Uh, when was the last time you used a public library, Lee? Uh, probably about a year ago because I, had a, uh, I found a, a
0: secondhand paperback that I wanted to read uh, from a secondhand bookstore. But the, you know how paperbacks are kind of glued together out of chunks? I'm sure there's an industry term for the chunk, but there's maybe eight or 12 chunks bound together. And the last one was missing. And so I was a bit frustrated that I wasn't able to read the end of the book. So I went to the New York Public Library and um, got out the the book because it was a rare thing. I mean, not rare in terms of being expensive, but just rare in terms of being forgotten. So I went to the library and and borrowed it to find out what happened.
1: Uh, Are there any authors that you quote
0: Uh, often? <clears throat> and there's one that I there's a quote that I like from Henry James and I'm not I'm not trying to be pretentious about it but Henry James once said easy reading is hard writing and I think that's a sort of defensive thing because we talk about you know rattling through and we talk about entertaining the reader and easy reading is actually ha- mm. is hard to, to provide correct
1: yeah absolutely um, do you have a favourite autobiography?
0: Right now, Elton John. It's
1: it's hilarious, isn't it? It's totally not me Oh, my goodness. It
0: is so not what you expect from a (laughs) celeb biography. Because? Um, It's just irreverent, hilarious, candid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he hides nothing. And I think uh, I I loved it. I really did. Is there a
1: hidden gem of a place where you... Do your I know the answer to this, where you do all your research. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I know what the answer Well, I'm going to answer it for you. Oh, it. go on then. I don't do research. <laughs> yeah, completely <laughs> redundant question. Sit down question, and yeah. write.
0: But there, again, the super pretentious answer is your whole life is research. Isn't it,
1: though? Everything mm-hmm.
0: that you see here, anybody you talk to, uh, every situation you're in could come back at you later and be valuable. Yeah, so I don't do any research specifically. I mean, seriously, I don't. If, Partly if you're, because it's... You, you run into this terrible danger where if you're doing a book a year, which is not a terrible schedule, but you've, you've got to do it. If you're doing a book a year and you start, start out by researching, that research is too fresh, it's too new, it's not yet digested. And we've all read books like that where you can hear the author saying, I've done the research, damn it, so I'm going to put it in whether I need it or not. You don't know what you need and uh, for years sometimes, so I,
1: I depend on what I already know. But do you find, if you're walking around, so we're in the middle of a bunch of shops and there's a cafe, when you're sitting there, do you just automatically hoover up? I mean, that's the research, isn't it? That you're you're looking around and maybe there's a stereo system or maybe there's a shop over the road which has got an unusual selection of car parts. I don't know, isn't... Do you do you find that you're absorbing that and making a note somewhere?
0: Absolutely. That's exactly right. That's what you do. And it can come back years later. I was in Las Vegas one time and um, stopped at a traffic light and looked out the window and there was this really downmarket bar. It was just a, a cinder block bar, what we in Britain, you would call it breeze blocks, just and no windows or anything like that. And it was sort of painted gray with this hand painted sign on the outside in big, messy letters four words cold beer dirty girls. <laughs> and that's the sort of thing that just you remember and you know you do yeah. yeah no
1: clearly could be a new album from AC/DC. <laughs> yeah, I've seen
0: that. um is there a book that always cheers you up uh yeah probably probably alastair maclean you oh, know one of his yes. classic thrillers and yes, then yes, like yes. the golden rendezvous or something like that which is I love McLean because he pushes it to the edge of, of cartoonishness, but he never, ever falls off. And so it's just totally satisfying, the full-on hero, the full-on characters, the big situation, the the ter- terrible peril and danger, and then the,
1: the neat resolution. And, and the plots that just keep twisting and twisting and uh, twisting. Never met a twist <laughs> he didn't love. Do you have a favourite film adaptation of a book? I think I would have to say favorite, probably Dr. Shivago,
0: But then I don't really know the book because, you know, you've got to read it in Russian and, and the translations have been poor, although there was a pretty good one a while ago. Um, so I don't really know the book, but I love the film. In terms of books that I know and films that I know, and on the rare occasion that the film is better than the book, I would probably nominate my friend Nelson DeMille for his book, The General's Daughter. Which was a great book, but a little a little sprawling and unfocused. And the 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 compression that you have to do for the movie really tightened it up into a, a really fine story.
1: Now, obviously, you're on Twitter, Lee. So, is there an author that you think that we should be following on Twitter?
0: Well I'm allegedly on Twitter but I have a, a people do that I'm not on Twitter I don't Oh so it's not you No it's not me I mean it's people do that for me and uh, But it,
1: so it is it, it's a, it's an official account it's not like a rogue account
0: No it's official definitely and the, the people are supposed to be doing it and they're very assiduous about it and very professional and they do it very well but I'm just not that person I'm not a, uh, I'm just so old fashioned I don't do any of that stuff I'm just
1: about used to having a mobile phone yeah when when reacher has to use a computer it's hilarious it is, yeah and, <laughs> and that's a little bit of you
0: it's totally me yeah i want i want to try and portray the fingers and thumbs, the awkwardness of it the alien nature of it and um I love doing that yeah reacher was on the uh, on the computer in the was it the last book a book before or something like that and and he says that he's never sure whether it's a single click or a double click. So he always double clicks everything because it can't hurt, can it? Like shooting somebody in the head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the perfect. <laughs> right until that last time I was going to say, that's just like my gran. But then but they're not. They're, but they're not. <laughs> uh, Lee Child's current book is called Blue Moon. Uh, Lee, a pleasure as ever. Thank you very much. Thank you.